Welcome back, Imaginers. On this episode, I want to talk to you about stepping into your superpowers. On the last episode, I talked about the difference between your strengths and your superpowers. And that we spend so much of our career and life doing things that we're incredibly good at, naturally gifted in, maybe, or we've just gotten really good at something and we become gifted at it. But if those strengths don't fill your cup, if those things aren't what you would continue to do if you would if you win the lottery, then they're not your superpowers. They're not your zone of genius. Your superpowers, your zone of genius is what you were put on this planet to do. And I believe our only journey in this life is to uncover and activate the purpose that was created for you. So today I want to talk about how to step more into your superpowers. Because sometimes our superpowers aren't things that we are affirmed for. They could even be things that have caused problems in the past. They could be areas that we have tucked away, put in a in a closet, stuck in a drawer. And we may not get them out very often. But those superpowers are what make up your zone of genius. And so I want to help you activate them and help you to embed them into your day-to-day life, which takes some practice. I talked a little bit about a few of my random superpowers last week. And today I want to talk about one that is also a little unusual to think about as a superpower, but it has come up over and over and over throughout my life. And for a long time, it did cause me some issues. And I'm going to talk about some of those stories. But today, I embrace it. And it's one of the things that I feel at ease and natural doing. And I incorporate it into my business, into my life, into my relationships. And I do it with self-assuredness. But I didn't always do that. So I want to tell you a little bit more about my journey in hopes that it inspires maybe an aspect of your life that you you, you see it coming up over and over. And you can see that throughout a lot of your life. But maybe you haven't embraced it. And maybe it's something that when you think about it more, you really do want to embrace it. It's something that you enjoy. 
again, it's easy for you. You've, you feel at ease when you're doing it. And you want to do more of it. Because that is so much of the journey of creating the career and the life that you imagined is just moving closer to time and your superpowers, space for your zone of genius. Because I believe when we're in that full alignment, that is when our life feels like nirvana. Not that everything is rainbows and daisies, because it's not, but it does make our life feel like it's in color versus maybe black and white. So the superpower that I want to talk about today is, again, one that has been around for a very long time in my life. If I think about my formative years all the way till probably this morning, I can recognize it. And that is laughing. Again, if I look back into my formative years, I'd love to laugh. I'd love to laugh today. It's something that my husband would say is one of the things he loves most about me. And yet, there were many times in my life when I didn't laugh with abandon. (laughs) I remember vividly one of my very first interviews when I was out of college. I was interviewing with an organization that took themselves pretty seriously. And it was, again, one of my first interviews out of college. I didn't have a lot of experience interviewing. And some of my laughter is part of who I am. And then I'm sure some of it is nervous laughter. It's probably a go-to mechanism. And so apparently during this interview, I was laughing. And at the end of the interview, as I was standing up to leave, the interviewer said, you know, we're a serious organization. And I don't know what you thought you were doing laughing during this conversation, but we're serious here. And I think you need to think about that and decide if this is a good fit for you. And in that moment, I felt so much shame about my laughing that I started turning down the volume on it. All kinds of laughing, not just laughing during professional moments, but being hyper aware of my laughing in general. And I began to tuck it away more. Fast forward to one of my very last corporate jobs. Also remember vividly on the last day I was leaving, someone said to me, oh, 
Kyla, I'm going to miss you so much in this organization. And I said, thank you. And they said, but you know what I'm going to miss the most? And I wish I could bottle it because it's not going to be around anymore. And when you leave, it's your laughter. And then I had a completely different impression. Same superpower. But in a different setting, in a different reaction, I had a different thought about it. Fast forward to leaving corporate America permanently. And now I laugh all the time. (laughs) In fact, when I was first recording this podcast, the first couple were, I was nervous. I was, I'm sure, trying to be professional. And my husband listened to the first couple and he said, it doesn't, sound quite like you. And I said, well, what's missing? And he said, well, you didn't laugh. (laughs) Laughter. Laughing with abandon is now part of my dream career in life. And again, it's something that is so simple Yet something that I had turned down the volume on, I had put in a closet for many years in an effort to be, quote unquote, more professional. I often, when I could feel the laughter coming, I would push it down. I had created this archetype of what a professional person who took their life seriously, I suppose, was meant to be like. And so I I created a thought that laughing with abandon was not one of those things. And yet now, it's one of the things that I do without thinking. I never turn down the volume on laughing anymore. And again, to have someone say to me, that's one of the things we're going to miss most about you. Created a different thought in my head. That inspired me to continue to incorporate more of it. To find the outlets for more joy and more humor to incorporate more of my authentic self into my business and my life. And again, it's a simple example, but something that is paramount to this process. If you want to be laughing with abandon, there's some potential situations where that's not appropriate, quote unquote, appropriate. And yet, I don't look at it that way anymore. I see the laughter 
in my life as a reflection of the joy that I have created, the freedom that I have in my career that I didn't always have. And that is one of the the characteristics that my clients, my relationships, friends call out as something they love. And that's just me being me. What if you were just more of you? I often tell my husband that he has a great laugh too, by the way. And I often often tell him that I find ways to make him laugh because I love his laugh. What if you had so much joy in your superpowers, in your zone of genius, that you were intentionally finding ways to incorporate more of it? That's what your zone of genius, that's what your superpowers, that's what they feel like. That's what they sound like. So as you begin to move closer, even closer to those superpowers, to the, that beautiful zone of genius, I hope that you will think about what are some things in my life that I, I maybe have turned down the volume on that I kind of put in a box, put in a closet because someone told me something about them that created a thought that I didn't like or didn't seem in alignment with the role I was in, the organization I was in. And so I stopped doing it. Or Maybe there's something that you haven't turned down the volume on, but you want to turn the volume up on. There's something that you find yourself regularly looking forward to, finding ways to create it. That is another whisper. That's another piece of that puzzle that we're we're uncovering. Maybe this week, looking at some of your superpowers and bringing them more into the light, turning the volume up even greater will help you see more of that beautiful place where your passion lives, where your purpose finds its home. Stay tuned to the next episode when we're going to talk about something that I call identity plans. So we talked in a couple previous episodes about how to take action toward the career and life that you are seeking. And I gave you some tips and tricks for how to hack your brain to do that. But I want to talk to you about becoming the person who is living this dream career in life. Because as you can imagine, it takes some identity shifts for that to happen. It took some identity shift for me to 
not turn down the volume anymore on laughing. I had to become a person who embraces that. So I'm going to talk to you about how to incorporate those uncover first. We're going to uncover some of your identities that you're growing that will serve you as you move closer to the life and career of your wildest dreams. And then I'm going to also help you very, very tactically and actionably. I'm going to help you implement some identity plans into your day-to-day life, almost on your calendar, the same way that you write down a to-do. In the meantime, I hope that you will take a small step this week to spending more time in that superpower, turning up the volume a little bit more, identifying what are those things that you look forward to, that you love to make happen, that you love to spend time in. Those are all those whispers that I often talk about that will get you closer to the life and career that you imagined. Take care, everyone. If you want to start creating the career of your wildest dreams, sign up for my weekly email at kylamartinconsulting.com forward slash inspiration. This is your destination for uncovering your purpose, removing any obstacles, and creating the career you imagine.